Hi, this is Bannon Backus before the show. It's been several episodes since I've had a pre-show message, and I know that I don't do them regularly, but I wanted to take a moment to continue to wish everyone well as they continue to work through the pandemic. Uh, I'd also like to say that my thoughts are with those who have been affected both directly and indirectly by police brutality and abuse of power. And my support and thoughts are with those who are working responsibly to make positive and common sense law enforcement reform. Whether you're working toward that goal through Black Lives Matter or another movement or organization, Obviously, current events, just like all current events, in my opinion, have been politicized, but personally, I see the need for this reform as apolitical, if I remember the correct definition of that word from my high school civics class, because it's been a while, and I also see it as being somewhat appropriately self-evident. So that's why I wanted to be sure to give my best to any of our listeners who are being affected by this. Now, having checked in with everyone, let's get to the reason we listen and to something that I'm much better at than talking about myself and my thoughts, The Gone Show. Enjoy the show, and as always, thanks for listening. Welcome to The Gone Show, the show where my guests and I explore anything and anyone that is now gone or might as well be. On tonight's episode, we'll be talking about someone whose work was positively radiant. That's right, we'll be discussing Marie Curie. And now, joining the world and beyond from the Gone Show studio in the American Midwest, the host of the Gone Show, Bannon Backus. Good evening, listeners, and thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Gone Show. This evening, my guests are Brain in a Jar, Jay Stewart. Good evening, everyone. Also with me tonight is John Mad Jack Mitten, who passed away in 1834 in the United Kingdom and now manifests himself as an oversized mouth and mustache. I'd say hugs and kisses, but as you knew, you'll have to settle for just kisses. No, we won't. And returning guest, Conroy Pike, who is considered by many to be the world's greatest courier, is also here with us tonight. It's a pleasure as always. And you're certain the package has been delivered? Yes, sir, per my email and phone call. Fantastic. I was right to not let just anyone put his hands on my package. John, what the hell are you talking about? You nothing. Conroy and I are just relaying some matters of business. Some business matters? Indeed. And since you asked, you naughty little nebby, it has to do with Mad Jack's charm school for the modern gent. I didn't ask. And you're still doing that? Of course. You didn't 
didn't think that I would excite the young men of today with the possibility of learning from yours truly, only to ghost them. John, I've told you multiple times that you're not allowed to use this show to slip in promotion for MJCSMG. You remember the abbreviation, you big pussycat, you. And listen, I don't know why, but your use of a pop culture term like ghost is really annoying for some reason. My word. Maybe I should just be quiet and just float here and look pretty. Fine, say what you know you want to say about the business between you and Conroy, and then we're moving on. All right, if you insist. I was merely checking in with my business associate, Conroy, about some MJCSMG flyers for which I enlisted his services to deliver. Our next marketing campaign is very grassroots. It's hard to beat the long term returns on grassroots marketing. You paid Conroy to deliver flyers. He's a courier. I know, and Conroy here offers an extraordinarily premium service and rightly charges accordingly for it. He's considered the world's greatest courier, and you've paid him to deliver flyers? I take great pride in those flyers. They're full color, I'll have you knew. And I couldn't risk anything thing happening to them whilst in transit. That's money that you should be using to pay me back for the damage that you caused to the studio, remember? Of course I remember, and of course I'll reimburse you, but it's not as though I'm spending profits. This is all coming from my marketing budget. Marketing budget. <laughs> Marketing budget, he says. Yes, to quote fellow businessman Elon Musk, a man who stops advertising to save money is like a man who stops a clock to save time. Actually, that's a quote by Henry Ford. Excuse me, what am I paying you for? I need a break. We'll be right back. It's time to get excited once more about interactive theater. You've received your invite to a wedding. You've been let in to a speakeasy. You've solved a murder. But nothing can prepare you for the next great interactive theater experience. Presenting Lifeless. Lifeless transports you, the audience member, back in time to the Earth of nearly five billion years ago, before the existence of even microorganisms. Before life. And in Lifeless, you, the audience member, will be assigned one of many roles. You might be given the opportunity to play the role of a meteorite, a puddle of magma, a cloud of methane, or one of many other roles. And you'll play your role in our technologically advanced performance space, which produces not only extreme heat, but also an atmosphere that is extraordinarily noxious and uncomfortable, but not dangerous enough to cause permanent damage to your body. We do want you to come back again and again. Visit the Lifeless website today to purchase your tickets. Lifeless. Before life existed, have the time of your life. 
Hey out there folks, Terry Shanks here for Tombstone Helicopters. Boy, do I have some great deals for you on new and used helicopters right here on the lot today. How about a 2006 Robinson R44 Clipper with new tail rotor blades just installed for just $295,000? Or a 1989 Bell 206 B, is it B or C? Oh, hell, I don't know, but it's available for only $595,000, so who cares whether it's a B or a C? And how about a 1997 Eurocopter? Euro, ooh, lift up your pinky when you take off in this one. You can get this one for just over $900,000 and get financing on this one, too, for under six grand a month. So, Find us online and come on down to Tombstone Helicopters, where I'll do whatever it takes to put you into the cockpit of a new or used helicopter today. And while you're here, don't forget to check out our ostrich riding stables. After you test fly a couple of helicopters, visit the stables and take a ride on one of our ostriches. Make a day of it. Bring the whole family. Terry Shanks here for Tombstone Helicopters. See you up in the air or down in the stables. Welcome back to The Gone Show. Here with me tonight are Jay Stewart, John Mitten, and Conroy Pike. And now that we've been sufficiently sidetracked, it's time to discuss our topic, which is one of the most accomplished scientists in history, Marie Curie. Yes, sir. My understanding is that she was quite a scientist. That's right. Among a long list of other accomplishments, she furthered our understanding of radioactivity, radioactivity even being a term that she created. She discovered two elements, polonium and radium, and not only was she the first woman to win a Nobel Prize, she was the first person to win the Nobel Prize twice. That's an amazing accomplishment. And I must say, I actually had a Nobel Prize winner work on the design of my neural containment system. I'm contractually obligated to not divulge that person's name, but I will say, if you're ever able to hire a Nobel Prize winner, be sure to do it. They make for great employees. On average, what are their hourly rates? Do it, and I'll end your life all over again. We'll talk later. When I decided to become a courier, there's a quote by Marie Curie that always kept me going. Life is not easy for any of us. But what of that? We must have perseverance, and above all, confidence in ourselves. We must believe that we are gifted for something, and that this thing, at whatever cost, must be attained. Very true, and very inspiring. And Marie Curie's life was definitely not easy. She was born 1867 in Warsaw into what I would say was an economically depressed family. Curie's mother left her position at a boarding school after Curie was born, and her father, who taught mathematics and physics, was forced to take relatively low-earning teaching posts because of his political beliefs, which were decidedly anti-racist. Russian. At the time, Warsaw was a part of Russian Poland, which 
which obviously was a part of the Russian Empire. Stanislaw's lucky he's not here tonight. Otherwise, he would have some explaining to do. The influence of the Russian Empire in Kiri's life may also have been inadvertently positive, though, because after Russians ordered that Polish schools should no longer have laboratory components, Kiri's father brought home all of his laboratory equipment and taught his children how to use it. And I would have to believe that that had some impact on Curie later in life. Now that I think about the impact of early life experiences, I remember that when I was a child, my father gave me a box to play with. Maybe that had something to do with me being a courier. Because I also remember him letting me carry it around. There's nothing quite like a father's love. So after graduating from secondary education, Curie was unable to pursue a degree from a traditional place of higher education in Russian Poland because then and there women weren't allowed to attend such institutions. Are you certain we shouldn't get Stanislaw on the phone? Stanislaw doesn't have any control over his ancestors, John. It doesn't work that way. For all we know, your ancestors could have been intelligent and thoughtful. On behalf of my ancestors, thank you for the kind words. Anyway, since she couldn't further her education in her homeland by traditional means, she attended Flying University, which, according to my research, was a secret organization of people in Russian Poland who furthered their educations through underground schools. Those schools aligned with the ideas of Poland's educational system of the past, and as such, they accepted women as students. To quote Aristotle, the roots of education are bitter, but the fruit is sweet. And the sweetest fruits of all are forbidden. Uh, My favorite fruit is the banana. Have you ever had a banana in a jello mold? It doesn't get any better than that. Bananas are good. I see the, uh, peel. Don't look at us to do something with that. Whatever. So, after several years of working and saving money, and with the help of her father and a financial arrangement between her and her sister, Curie moved to France, where, as a woman, she was able to attend the University of Paris, and where she studied chemistry, mathematics, and physics. That must have made for some very challenging homework. I would imagine, but it wasn't all work and no play because it was in France where Marie Curie, who was born Maria Sklodowska, met Pierre Curie, whom she would later marry. The Frenchman, I knew it. Yes, he was French, and he was also a fellow scientist. Based upon my research, he and Marie very much loved each other and supported one another in their scientific work. Yes, well, being a Frenchman, there's no doubt that the science he practiced was sexy science. I have no idea what that means. 
Nor do I, but I stand by it. Well, like I said earlier, Marie Curie has an extraordinarily long list of accomplishments, both scientific and charitable, and one of her great selfless acts during World War I was to develop and implement mobile radiography units for the use of surgeons in war zones. Appropriately, these units were known as Little Curies. She also arranged for stationary radiography units at field hospitals. According to my research, more than one million soldiers were treated by radiography units arranged for by Curie. Just when you think you couldn't possibly have any more accomplishments, you add something related to mobility. It's a shame I hopped the twig before she was born. She sounds as though she would have made for an excellent guest at one of my legendary soirees. Yeah, I can't see Marie Curie enjoying time spent around you or your cronies. And why, pray tell, is that? Because, just like her x-ray equipment, I'm sure she could see right through you. Uh, John, now that you're semi-transparent all of the time, I wonder if an x-ray would make you appear solid. Well, I must say, the world will never know. I knew much too little about all of this sorcery, or as you like to call it, science, to allow myself to be cut open by one of these X-rays. X-ray. And it is appropriate to mention the dangers that can come from science, because sadly, the world lost Marie Curie in 1934 from the damage caused to her body by years and years of exposure to radiation, the deadly effects of which were not known at the time. You can do your best, but in life, when you grip the wheel and make that turn, you never know what might be around the corner. As a matter of fact, to this day, her scientific documentation from the late 19th century is still too contaminated by radiation to handle safely without the proper equipment, and according to my own documentation, even her cookbook is still dangerously radioactive. Wait a moment. Isn't that a common occurrence nowadays? Haven't I heard people talk about microwaves in their kitchens? Or some such nonsense. It's different. It's different. Well, that explains it. Thank you, Professor. All right. Any final thoughts on Marie Curie before we bring tonight's show to a close and we can all get away from John? I might not understand all of this rubbish about pernicious cookbooks and sexy French sorcery, but the old girl sounds smashing to me. Uh, I agree. Marie Curie is one of the greats. In discussing Marie Curie... I'm reminded of a quote attributed to Albert Einstein. Most people say that it is the intellect which makes a great scientist. They are wrong. It is character. Well put, Conroy, and it seems as though Marie Curie definitely had both intellect and character. To my guests, thank you. To my listeners, thank you. Until next time, good evening and good gone. 
The Gone Show was produced, created, performed, and written by Bannon Backus. The Gone Show is a presentation of BoomTube, B-O-O-M-T-O-O-B. All rights are reserved. Visit BoomTube online at BoomTube.com and Facebook.com slash BoomTube Network.